name is Jacob Holden, and welcome back to the NFL Report. This is season two of my podcast and hoping for another big season of the NFL football season. Joseph, um, this is my good buddy, guys. Uh, Joseph, introduce yourself. Going on, everybody. Excited to be on the podcast today and uh, kick off this uh, NFL season. So uh, with our first topic that we're going to be going into today, Joe, uh, we're going to talk about uh, three most improved teams that you thought throughout the offseasons that, uh, that, uh, that you think that overall became better as a football squad. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders uh, simply because of their defensive, uh, you know, acquiring their defense and, and also their new defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley. Uh, I think running that simple scheme that they run um, just kind of is going to help the players get to the right spots and be able to be in coverage and just overall help uh, the defense as a whole. And with additions of KJ Wright, the new outside linebacker for them, and as well as Denzel Perriman, a good uh, veteran uh, linebacker that can help them uh, for number two. Uh, I got San Francisco and simply because I think they have the same team that they went to the Super Bowl with. Um, maybe besides a couple of running backs, but I think the quarterback position with Trey Lance being there, I think that's going to really help the, uh, really help the team uh, succeed. It kind of gives me a little bit of a Colin Kaepernick vibe in terms of the play style. Um, for number three, I got the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Arizona, you know, they picked up A.J. Green. You know, people are going to say he's washed up, but I'm going to say that he's a good leader in the locker room in terms of, uh, helping the younger wide receivers become better. And another addition was uh, J.J. Watt. I think that was really huge for them and their defense. Uh, again, going to bring good leadership to Arizona. And overall, I think, uh, amplify them as an overall unit uh, during the season. Uh, with you, what, do you, what are your three? So, uh, number one, you know, it's a little bit of a strange decision having this team so high. But I'm going to go with the New York Jets. Simply because of their coaching change, I think Robert Sala is the guy to kind of implement a new culture. It might not come about this year. They might only win five or six games. But I think you're going to see a big improvement in their just competitive mojo, just getting after these teams. You know, they're going to not be quite as easy of a task for other teams to beat. And I think Zach Wilson's going to have a strong rookie year. Kid can throw it, kid can spin it, and he's going to have Corey Davis to Target down the field, I think that was a good pickup for them. So I'm going to go Jets, number one. And then number two, I'm going to go with the New England Patriots, simply because I think all of their offensive weapons right now, uh, with Johnny Smith, you got Hunter Henry, just to name a few. And I think Mac Jones is really going to have a stellar rookie season. I think he's going to be just kind of that leader that they need. He's going to be accurate with the football. He's not going to turn it over. And he's going to get the ball over to that defense. You know, they got Stephon Gilmore. They're always a solid group. So I think the Patriots are going to bounce back to form. I think they're going to make the playoffs this year once again. And then with the third team, I'm going to go with actually the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think Trevor Lawrence has that potential to be a superstar quarterback. And anytime you go from having just woes at the quarterback position to having a generational talent, I think that's a huge improvement. And it might not show year one, same with the Jets, but I think they're going to be tougher team to beat they uh, obviously signed some good guys in free agency that's uh, something they've always done and it's not really quite worked out with for them but like I said now they have the guy and Trevor I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna be a pro bowler in the future gonna be one of the top five quarterbacks in the league and I think he's gonna get off to a good start this year so I think they're gonna be uh, much improved 
I can agree with you on that with the with the Pats. I think uh, I think the defense for uh, for New England is pretty solid. I think uh, with Stefan Gilmore being there, if if he can be healthy enough to uh, to be able to be that defensive leader that they need, I think that they'll be a, a tough team, uh, especially with Mac Jones and getting Cam Newton out of there. But that's a different topic for a different day. Uh, so with our second topic, which is really uh, a good little segue to this. Um, let's go over some rookie of the year predictions uh, in terms of uh, offensive rookie of the year and uh, defensive rookie of the year. Uh, if you'd like to go first, Joe, uh, you're more than welcome. So actually to go in line with my uh, Patriots prediction, I'm going to go Mac Jones. I think a lot of the times you see these quarterbacks, maybe receiver get uh, offensive rookie of the year. And so I'm going to say Mac Jones. I think he's going to start all the games. I mean, now that the Patriots don't have Cam Newton, I think that quarterback competition is solidified. I think Mac's going to be in there most of the time. Uh, I think he's going to do quite well, and I think the Patriots are going to be a good team. So I think those are all the ingredients for rookie of the year candidate. And so I got Mac winning offensive. And then for defensive, I actually have Quiddy Pay of the Indianapolis Colts. Guy had a really good preseason. He was a great college player, and I think he's a bit underrated in the draft circles. He fell to Indianapolis, and I just – for me, I do not see some of those corners having big ball production in terms of a bunch of interceptions or touchdowns, uh, returns, things like that to really get the hype for rookie of the year. And I just think Quiddy Pay could have a year where he puts up close to double digit sacks in his rookie of the year. And um, so, yeah, got Quiddy. I, I yeah, I like that Quiddy Pay pick. I think that's a, I think that's a really underrated pick. Um, so for me, with my offensive rookie uh, rookie of the year, I'm I'm gonna go with Kyle Pitts. Uh, that's your boy, Joe. You, that's my man, bro. Yeah, yeah, Kyle Pitts. Um, I I really liked him. I I liked him coming out of Florida. Uh, he's a, he's a great tight end. I think that's honestly with with him. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but with Kyle, I feel like you can be able to stretch him out to a wide receiver spot if needed. Uh, I think that that would be a good role for him too, if, if that right. was possible. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think I think Kyle Pitts coming out of Florida, I think he's probably going to be my number one, and it's going to shock a couple people because I think uh, again, usually with offensive rookie of the year, uh, you usually see a quarterback. You know, uh, Trevor Lawrence, I think is is another candidate for that uh, in terms of uh, just seeing his production through the preseason. And Mac Jones, that was, that was a great pick. I think Mac Jones, uh, I think Mac Jones is also a really solid pick, uh, simply because he is going to get the day one start uh, for for New England. And I think that's also a really really solid pick uh, for defense. I'm also going with another guy uh, of yours, Joe. I'm going with J.C. Horn uh, from awesome. Carolina. I, I, I want. I, I really like J.C. Horn uh, coming out of South Carolina. Uh, I really wanted him to uh, to fall to the Raiders. I really liked him a lot, especially with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders needs that cornerback. Um, I really thought JC coming out uh, of the draft. I think he was really solid, and his combine was very very solid uh, for a cornerback. Um, but another person that I liked that kind of fell in the draft was um, was Trevon Murray. I think that was a really solid pick overall. Uh, for the value of it, for a second-round pick, uh, I think Trevon Moreg should have at least been in the top 32. I think he should have been in the first round. But um, 
Yeah, no, I think J.C. Horn is the uh, number one selection there for uh, a rookie, uh, defensive rookie of the year. I think that's, uh, you know, a really solid uh, one to go with uh, in terms of cornerback production. I, I think he can turn it around in terms of rookie of the year. I think he can make a big step in the league. Uh, for topic, so let's get into topic three, our second to last topic of the show. Uh, let's go with one surprise team. And one disappointment uh, team that you think is getting what how it's going to turn out this year for these teams, uh, Joe. I'll let you uh, go first. So similar to my Jets prediction, you know, can't trust the Jets. You also can't trust this team, and that is the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm sorry, I almost call them the San Diego Chargers. They're that's who they are in my heart, but I, I believe I believe that too as well. You got the Chargers coming in as my surprise team. You know, I mean. The old Chargers team, you know, the one that was number one on defense, number one on offense, and then like the worst special teams in the in the league, and they failed to even make the playoffs. I mean, that is kind of like just sums up the Chargers. You know, they look good on paper, but then it just kind of falls apart. But I think this is the year that they turn it around simply just because Justin Herbert, I think, is a rising star in this league. I think you saw it towards the second half of last year. The kid just has unbelievable arm talent. He's mobile enough. I mean, he is – he's the modern mold of what you want at quarterback. And I think with them adding uh, not only Christian Darisol in the draft, but Corey Lindsley at center, their O-line should be able to keep him up. And I think the new head coach regime, I think with Anthony, Anthony Lynn, you saw a lot of mismanagement towards the end of games, a lot of games that they should have won that they ended up losing. I think that's going to happen quite a lot less. So I believe the Chargers are going to kind of sneak up on some people. I think some people can kind of see it coming, you know, with them being maybe like a wild card team. But I think they're going to be really good. I could see them being, you know, 11, 12 win team. Yeah, just just to touch on that, sorry to interrupt, but just to touch on that with the Chargers, uh, I think you're completely correct when it comes to towards the end of games, they lost a lot of games. Uh, and one of them, you know, being being against Las Vegas and, and a countless other teams uh, during the year, I I just think with Anthony Lynn gone, I think uh, I think it really changes the mold of that team and it, it lets Herbert grow a little bit. And even with with Lynn as their coach, um, he, Herbert was still able to spread his wings, I guess you can say. And with Keenan Allen, I mean, in my opinion, Keenan Allen is still a top top eight wide receiver in this league. I think he's very underrated in terms of his production and what he's done. And let's not forget about Mike Williams on that, uh, on the offensive side as well uh, as the second wide receiver. I just think that uh, in order for this offense to be successful with the Chargers, I think uh, Eckler has to be healthy as well. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I think running back is a question mark for them, but I think the I honestly, the biggest reason I think they're going to be a lot better is just that O line improvement. You know, I think yeah. Derek Carr was a great pick. They've just had honestly like the worst O line in the league the last couple of years, and I think them actually investing in it is going to make a huge difference for the run game, for the passing game. I think they're going to be a. I think they're going to be a force. Yeah, I I would say so myself. They do open up the season. Um, I believe they open up the season versus. Let me. Let me look here. Uh, they play Washington, and that's a great test. That's a great test in uh, Washington. I mean, those guys in Washington—they don't—they don't mess around. Chase Young screaming down your neck. I mean, that's—and and we already saw him hit Cam Newton this year, and he looked ready to play. 
And you can't forget about Fitz Magic. Yeah. Hey, you know what? After after what he's done, what what he did to my Raiders in Miami, I I, I have no no doubts about Fitz Magic, man. He, hey, he's it's real. That's real. He, he really is real. Really is real. Uh, for your disappointment team. So I got the Saints, you know, and I mm-hmm. think I you know with the Saints, it's more of just kind of um their past performance. I think people don't realize how much they've lost. Uh, and, you know, I granted, I am saying this as a Atlanta Falcons fan, uh, maybe a little biased here, but I just think the Saints losing Drew Brees, even even that he didn't play that great last year, he's just still a game manager. He knows what to do. He makes the right reads. James Winston might put up better stats, but he's going to throw a lot of picks. He's going to make a lot of bad plays. And I don't know if that defense can hold up like they have in the past under Drew, and I think you have a lot of question marks with Michael Thomas, with Marshawn Lattimore, with a lot of their best players. You don't really know how healthy they are. You don't know about their contract disputes, even legal disputes. I mean, I just think their offseason has been a bit of a mess, and I think their uh, on-the-field performance is going to reflect that, especially early on in the year. So even though the Saints, I think people are kind of lower on them anyway, I I could see them being a 500 team this year as opposed to a playoff team. Yeah, I, I think I can agree with you here. And I just just one little recap. Uh, we already know Jameis is the week one starter. Is there any chance that you think that they would move on from Jameis and, and maybe put Taysom Hill in there? And would he? Do you think he would make a difference? I don't. I'm sorry. I just don't think it will. I, I don't. I've never thought Taysom Hill is is very good at all. You know, I think he could work in a in a role that he did with Drew Brees. You know, coming in for a drive or so, switch it up and get some first downs with the, with his legs. If you're asking him to be the starter, I just don't think that's uh, going to work. I just don't think he has the arm talent. I don't think he's good enough. I think Jameis is going to be an okay quarterback. I don't think their problems necessarily lie with him. I think he's going to be, you know, right at that middle kind of mark of quarterbacks around the league. I just think they have a lot of question marks um, around their whole team. And Aussie, I feel like the the disappointment of not being able to make a Super Bowl with these teams consistently is going to kind of fatigue a lot of these guys. And I wouldn't even be shocked to see Michael Thomas uh, out of New Orleans maybe before the end of the season. Mm, that's a bold prediction. And I, I'm glad you brought up Jameis Winston because uh, uh, Marcus Spears on first take, I mean, I don't know what, what he was on uh, when he said this, but he did state that Jameis Winston – is going to be a, a, a top three quarterback and potential MVP candidate. And I can, uh, couldn't believe I mean, that. It, passing yards, he, he could end up pretty high, you know, I mean, with Tampa. I mean, the kid can – he can throw it. I mean, he can rack up the yards. I just um, – when it comes down to making the right plays in crunch time, um, when it comes to keeping on the ball, fumbling, throwing picks, just – He's just not good in that sense, and I think that is a huge part of winning football games in the NFL. I mean, like like I said, Drew Brees wasn't very good last year. However, he did those little things right, and the Saints were still pretty good, even with a you know forty two year old at quarterback. Or right, I, I, yeah, I, I I agree with you with that one. So uh, my so I'm gonna go into my surprise. Um, I'm gonna go with the Giants. Uh, I think the Giants, especially in that NFC East. Uh, I I just don't see the Cowboys making any noise. I I really don't. Yeah, the hype around Dak Prescott, I get it. 
but I, I'm not buying into it. I'm really not. Uh, Zeke, again, I think I think the Cowboys made a huge mistake uh, giving him that contract that they gave him. Uh, I believe you, we and you, Joe, have talked about this uh, countless times. We don't believe in, uh, you know, extending running backs. Uh, I believe, Never. like like you said, uh, I think you can pick one up in the draft in a second round situation or even a third round situation. Um, in terms of that, I, I, Washington could make a little bit of noise with their defense, but uh, I just think the Giants overall through the offseason, I think they picked up some great weapons. I think that with Galladay getting picked up by them, and I think Danny Dines, I think, is going to be able to to be able to get out there and, and, and throw the ball like he like he knows how to throw the ball. Uh, I think I think the Giants and Saquon, if he can stay healthy and have a bounce back year as a potential, you know, comeback player of the year, uh, I think the Giants can win the NFC East. And I don't know if make a deep playoff run, but I believe that they can make, you know, maybe a, maybe a second round exit. I believe that they can get past the first round. Um uh, you Could I chime in really quick? I just, yeah. Before, so I just, with the Giants, I honestly, just after you recap that whole division, can we like realign the NFC East and get a new team in there? Because I just, um, I don't want to watch any of those games this year. I mean, those, that division's going to be trash. Yeah, I, I, agree. I agree. I agree. I, I agree because, because honestly, with, with the NFC East, I mean, really, who can you say right now can make a Super Bowl run? Uh, heck, even a deep playoff run. I mean, I, I'm saying none of them. I would say the Cowboys might have the most potential, but, I mean, I, that's not going to happen either. I mean, really. I, You know, I think the Eagles could be a bit of a sleeper, just depending on, on Jalen Hurts. You know, if he takes that next step, I think they have the most talent in the trenches on the defensive side of the ball, and then you got Devontae Smith. The kid is a beast. He's really good. So, you know, I think they have – I think the Eagles have some sleeper potential to kind of creep up there towards the top of that division. But, I mean, I'm serious. I think it could be a situation where a team wins that division with a, you know, eight and nine record. I mean, seriously. I just – it's not going to be some good football to watch. Again, I I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's really a toss-up between the Giants. And I think it's Giants and Washington. I think Washington's defense is, is, is really nice. I like their defense. I just think, again, the quarterback situation with Washington, I think Washington actually has a lot of good pieces. Yeah. You got you got Gibson at your, at your running back. You got, you know, quarterback-wise, again, if, if Ryan Fitzpatrick can really get the job done, and that's how it has to be. But in terms of getting into into the playoff spot, I don't know. But in that division, I think it's possible. That's just how bad the NFC East is. And it's sad. It's really sad how we haven't seen the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys come on top, but lately they haven't been on top. And they haven't proved to me that they're ready to take that ne- next step as a team as well. I don't know. You I know, honestly – Honestly, with that, with the Redskins, I could see a situation where they trade for Watson because if if you just think about the Redskins and you add Deshaun Watson to that group, that could be a, a team that you know is very successful. I wouldn't say maybe a Super Bowl team, but yeah. um, they could win a game in the playoffs. I mean, that's a good team if you add a, a top tier quarterback like Watson. I mean, like you said, their defense is, is really scary and it's just improving with the young guys like Chase Young coming up so i mean i see i would would counter that 
I would counter. I would counter that. I would actually say. I would actually say you're correct on the quarterback situation in terms of they're one quarterback away. Because let's be honest here, we watched the playoffs last year. They gave the Bucks a run for their money with their third string quarterback. Yeah. They, they gave him a run for their money, and that was just simply because of their defense getting after Tom Brady. Uh, but again, I just again the Bucks were just too much, and I think I just think that they, they even during the playoffs, I don't think they found it all at once as a team yet. I think it was really the Super Bowl that made it to where um, where they they kind of sealed it as a team in total. So for my disappointment team, this might be a little shocking, but I'm gonna go with the Ravens. And uh, with the Ravens, uh, don't get me wrong, Lamar, great talent. Uh, I, I still think that he needs a couple more pieces around him. But I think there's, again, with a lot of teams in the league right now, I just think there's a lot of question marks. Uh, one being uh, the three running backs just tore their ACLs. All three of them, they're out, they're out for the season. It's, it's sad to say J.K. Dobbins, I would have loved to watch him uh, play and see what he can do. But uh, And then they just went out inside Le'Veon Bell, but – Let's be honest here. Le'Veon Bell is—he's—he's um, he's not getting it done um, now, at least. Um, and in terms of wide receivers, you know, Marquise Hollywood Brown—he's uh, great, but he's great if he can stay healthy. And that's another thing too—is—is—is is, is, you know, the Ravens are—you know, with Lamar. Don't get me wrong; he can do it all on his feet, but can can he really air the ball out? to these to these dudes if he does get weapons i think i think that's where lamar has to improve on is is, is being able to get the ball downfield because there's no doubt in my mind that he can get the ball get the ball in the end zone using his legs it's is it's if he can uh throw the ball down the field and make big plays like that and uh again you know defensively I mean, they're kind of, again question marks too i don't i you know humphrey humphreys is a great up and coming quarterback um, I don't know. I just don't. I just. Don't, I think they kind of lost their um. They lost lost Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, I I don't know. I just. I think there's a lot of question marks with the Ravens right now in terms of depth. Yeah, I mean, I think I just think with the Ravens, I feel like they're just a good organization. You know, I think they're led well. I think they're coached well. Um, so it's tough for me to say that they are gonna be a disappointment. But just because they've proven time and time again, you know, they can make the playoffs. They can have a successful season. The question for them is, can they make the next step, you know, and and maybe there is some fatigue of, you know, not being able to make that next step that kind of carries over into this season and does lead them to a worse record. But, um, yeah, that that's a that's one I kind of disagree with a little bit just because they are such a steady team. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just think uh, in terms of placement in the AFC where they're at, uh, I believe it's the is the AFC. Uh, what is it? North, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just don't think that they rank high. I think that right now they're the third best team. Cause I, you're in person, the, I think you're worse than the Sewers. I, I, I mean, it's tough to say, but I like Pittsburgh's defense more. And, yeah. and, and I like Pittsburgh's defense more with, with, with Watt. And, and, and I like, I just like with Mika Fitzpatrick, he came up really well from Miami to Pittsburgh. Um, I think Pittsburgh just fell apart in the in the uh, second half of the season because you know J- Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool can stay off TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, 
Hey, that might be their downfall in the end. I yeah, I, I don't know. And they were dancing on logos and, and pissing people off. So, I, you know, I I just think, again, it, it's kind of – it's it, that division's up for grabs, too. That's another division that's up for grabs. Great teams in it, but up for huh? grabs. It's, one of it's just tough with Big Ben for me. I just can't see Big Ben with his health issues and honestly just his overall play. I don't see him leading them past the Ravens. I just think there's a cap on their potential because of him and – and also, their O-line, I mean, they lost to Castro. They yeah. look at their O-line, how are you going to keep Big Ben upright? I mean, and he's just going to get hurt. And yeah. then we're going to see Duck Hodges come into the game. And, you know, <laughs> well, we saw how that went. Yeah, yeah, that, um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's not a good sign. And they opened the season versus Buffalo, uh, which, is a, which is another tough game. It's in Buffalo, so it's going to be a tough, tough game for them. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to go into our fourth and final topic of this podcast. Uh, and and it, this is just kind of, you know, a shot in the dark kind of thing. So, Joe, what, who is your early Super Bowl prediction? If you had to say right now in terms of we haven't watched the game yet, in terms of pickups and just overall team play, who would you say? So from the NFC, you know, I think I'm going to go with the Packers. I think – a lot of question marks in the offseason about Aaron Rodgers, but it sounds like he's good to go for the season. And, I mean, truthfully, I mean, he is the best quarterback in the NFC, I would say, right now still. And, I mean, when you looked at them against the Buccaneers, they were right there. They probably should have won. They couldn't get it done. I think this year Aaron Rodgers is going to come out with a bit of a, you know, new purpose. He's going to really go out there trying to prove people wrong. I think he's going to put up a big year. And, I mean, I think – I think last year, you know, they were about one or two pieces away. Their rookie class, they almost drafted – they drafted Jordan Love with the first-round pick in, ho- in, you know, hopes that Rodgers might leave and he would be the new guy. I think this draft class is going to have a bit bigger of an impact. And I think they're just going to kind of fill some of those holes that they were lacking on last year. And I just think they're going to be a really good team. I, I could easily see them getting to the Super Bowl, so – That'll be my team for the NFC. And then uh, AFC, I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. Um, you know, I mean, I thought about putting the Bills in the spot. And I, while I do think they're a great team and they're so close, I just think Patrick Mahomes is uh, the best player in the world. And it's going to be tough to knock them off. Um, I just – the kid's amazing. They got just so much talent on the outside. Andy Reid's a great coach. Uh, they, you really can't say enough things about – you know, their talent level. And uh, I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to have a big year, big step from his rookie year. I just think they're a great team. It's going to be tough to knock them off. I don't think they will be knocked off in the AFC at least. However, I mean, as you saw in the Super Bowl, they definitely had some issues blocking with Mahomes. They're definitely not an unbeatable team uh, by any stretch of the imagination. So I would say that's kind of like a uh, you know slight bet for them to make the Super Bowl, but um, I'm still gonna make it. I'm gonna say Packers gonna end up with Rogers' second Super Bowl title, though. Wow! So you're saying the, you're saying Mahomes goes one and two in the Super Bowl? Uh, that is what I'm saying. That is what wow! I'm saying. Wow! See, okay, that, that I, I I agree with that. The uh, in terms of in terms of uh, the the Chiefs are just such a hard team to to beat, and uh, that I mean it truly is. But again. I think there's a lot of question marks with their offensive line. I think if they don't block for him, uh, it's going to be tough uh, for them to make a longer run in terms of even making it to the Super Bowl. 
But one question that I wanted to ask you, uh, do you think Aaron Rodgers leaves after this year? You know, honestly, I mean, if he wins a ring, I could see him retiring. You know, I think he's kind of mm-hmm. one of those guys that, you know, a little bit different than Tom Brady. You know, you got a guy Tom Brady, he's like the ultra competitor. And uh, I think he's going to be out there until he just physically can't anymore. While as Aaron Rodgers, I think he's a little bit more, not to say that, I mean, he loves football, don't get me wrong, but I think he has a little bit more of a balance. Um, and so I think for him, you know, he's getting to the end of his career. He could probably play five years if he wanted to at least, but I don't think, I don't know if he wants to. You know, I think there's a lot yeah. of, I think there's a lot of kind of speculation about him retiring or him just kind of moving on to different things other than football. And I think that's what he'll do if he wins a Super Bowl title. I don't think he's going to try to push it. I think he's just going to go, if he wins a Super Bowl for sure, I think he's going to be retired. If he comes up short, you know, I could see him maybe coming back, trying to get that second ring. But, um, yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to follow.